0: The Phillies are 2008 World Champions of Baseball! The Philadelphia Eagles are Super Bowl Champions! Eagles fans everywhere, this is for you!
1: Now entering the game for Philly Press Box Radio, Bill Furman and Jim Chesko!
2: It's Wednesday, February 1st, 2023. Welcome to the Philly Press Box Radio Roundtable brought to you by the Irish Rover Station House at Langhorne, PA, Allstate Insurance at in Westchester, PA, and the Edge of Philly Sports Network. I'm Bill Furman. I'll be your host tonight along with my partner, Jim Chet Chesco. Hey, Chet, the Eagles are going to the Super Bowl. Wow, what a ride. Sixers have continued to play great ball. Uh, before a bad loss on Monday night, but they'll bounce back. They're three games back. Flyers are on an all-star break for a couple weeks. It's spring training just around the corner. Pitchers and catchers February 16th. How about being a Philly sports fan in 2023, Chet, with the Phillies going to the World Series, the Union going to the MLS Championship, the Eagles are going to the Super Bowl. Are the Eagles next? And, hey, what about baseball in November and football in February? What a great time to be a Philly sports fan. We've had an exciting
1: couple of months for sure, Bill. But, yeah, we need one of these teams to, you know, finish the job, take that final step. Hopefully the Eagles will do that. They have the opportunity coming up soon, February 12th. And unlike five years ago, they're actually favored in this one by a couple of points to win the Lombardi Trophy.
2: Just a shame we got to wait another 10 or 11 ga- days for it to play out. Oh, yeah, me too. I'm, I'm ready to play. I'm ready ready to get this thing going. And uh, you know what? We may be favored, Chet, but no one likes us so and we don't care. <laughs> it's just a
1: shame we got so much going on tonight but we're probably not going to have time to do our grammys awards
2: show preview that we have I, I promise you we won't have enough time for that Uh but <laughs> you might hear me sing a song or two but we're not going to hear from that speaking hey, of singing the song you know you mentioned that why is it that so many current players
1: former players don't know the words to fly eagles fly jalen hurts He's a good quarterback, but he couldn't sing. And he and many others messed up the second verse. The second verse is
2: fight, Eagles, fight, not fly, Eagles, fly again. Come on, guys. Yeah. Well, you know what? It's good that they're singing. It's all good. (laughs) It is good. It's good that you have a chance to be singing in February. Yes, that is for sure. Welcome to February. February 1st. How about that, man? Time's flying. Hey, we have a great guest tonight um, making a return appearance. Eagles insider Dave Spadaro returns. Dave is always good and always honest. I, you know a lot of people think he works for the Eagles, he's a he's their insider and uh that that skews his view. No. Now he does a really good job. Uh, it's always great to have him on the show. This
1: is his fourth visit and he never disappoints. And not sure why but Dave's in a really good mood this week.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I wonder why. I'm sure he's very busy too. Well, hey, let's let's talk some Eagles uh another dominating performance uh although I might say it wasn't Eh, really pretty but it was pretty darn dominating yeah it really was and uh
1: you know everybody was not everybody a lot of people were worried about san francisco because they had that long winning streak they had a seventh round quarterback mr irrelevant who hadn't lost a single game the niners defense was ranked number one in the league so i mean there were some concerns legitimately but the game was at the link. We know what the fans were like, so we were all pretty confident they would win. And then, you know, the situation with them losing both of their quarterbacks and uh on good hits by the Eagles, it wasn't like they, you know, intentionally tried to hurt these guys, but it's football, so it happened and it was to the Eagles' benefit. And you know, the Eagles played well offensively even without jalen hurts having a great day he didn't have to he handed the ball off and the niners had this supposedly great run defense Well, the eagles ran for what 170 yards or whatever on them so no problem
2: yeah well we'll we'll hit on that in a little bit after we hear from dave but uh you know I, i i'm not a betting man as you know to me the eagles at two and a half in that game was a lock from yeah from the beginning the 49ers with that quarterback were not coming in here and winning that game you know we yeah. knew about their their defense we knew, they were solid and they were pretty good even though they ended up giving up a bunch of points they they got some good players over there but um, I am a I'm a small
1: wagering man bill and I but, I bet I made six little bets of like you know 10 and 5 or 20 bucks total i think my total wagers were $75 Including that two and a half and something with the point totals, I won a hundred. So actually, I made twenty five dollars on my six bets. Big spender. Well, that's all right. Hey, it's better than losing it, right? Yes, it is. And I'm just so happy that Bill, that Dallas is going to the Super Bowl.
2: Yes, I, I, I was, was going to say rules, that. How about that? <laughs> How about that? <laughs>
1: this Dallas, not and. And
2: you know what else yeah. is really good, Chet? Tony What's Romo that? was not going to the Super Bowl <laughs> because we don't have to listen to him. Yeah, he gotten a bit bit annoying over the last couple of years. He can make your head explode. Hey, you had a chance to visit with Dave Spadaro yesterday. As we said, he's a little busy. His schedule's full. But uh, we appreciate him taking the time to sit with you. We had to work around his schedule, so I wasn't able to be part of it. But uh, tell us how it went, and uh, let's hear from Dave. Things are just a tad busy at the link
1: this week. So uh, yeah, at the link at care Complex, but Dave did find some time for us. Hell, we're Philly Press, uh, Press Box Radio, damn it. He better find time for us. But like everybody with the Eagles organization, he is clearly pumped up about the franchise's fourth trip to the Super Bowl and second in five years. So here is our chat. We got an Eagles football team that is Super Bowl bound so there is much to discuss on that front. We will do that with this gentleman who has been there for the whole ride. It is the Eagles insider himself Dave Spadaro. Dave, how you doing?
0: Uh great. I mean, it's been uh, it's been an amazing season and um one more to go. It's interesting it's it's not a I know the Philadelphia and, the, and Eagles fans are jumping up and down and going crazy but it's been very subdued in 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 Within the team and the understanding that there's one more to go, that the mission of the team is to win the Super Bowl, not just to get there and also to recognize that it's an outstanding football team. I think we all see just how dominant the Philadelphia Eagles are. So it's been great. It's been a great ride so far. And and let's uh, go out to Arizona and win a football game.
1: Well, Dave, we're a few days beyond an Eagles beatdown of a pretty good San Francisco 49ers team. Yeah, the Niners essentially lost both of their quarterbacks during the afternoon, but that was an impressive performance by the birds on both
0: sides of the ball. Yeah, well, the Eagles took out the 49ers quarterback. Uh, They didn't trip over, the quarterbacks didn't trip over a blade of grass. Um, And they did it because the Eagles have, you know, you you look at from last year to this year, where did the team improve the most? And when you are able to be very self-critical, and the Eagles certainly were following their playoff appearance in 2021, it allows you to address specific areas. They did so. The pass rush was the number one priority for the defense. And to go out and to bring in Hassan Redick, who has been such a force all season, not only with sacks, which, you know, sometimes that, that can be skewed number. They have been timely sacks, important sacks, take the football away sacks. So to get two of them in the first half to recover a fumble, tremendous. And Dama Kasu at Linville, Joseph came in and, and make some plays uh, in the past in the run game, and then uh, Sue knocked out Josh Johnson. So, uh, Brandi Graham comes back healthy. Um, drafting Jordan Davis, addressing the front seven, has been a huge issue for the Eagles. And and they went from twenty nine sacks in twenty twenty one to seventy in the regular season. Very impressive.
1: Yeah. Now offensively it certainly wasn't a typical Jalen Hurts performance he seemed to struggle at time with, with his accuracy but the Eagles had no problem adjusting you know they they ran the ball against a team that was number 1 against the run this season uh I think a big reason for that was the return of Lane Johnson how is he doing what he's doing I don't know
0: um <laughs> he we talked after the game and he had in that in that Giants game he had he had felt something a bull rush and he felt something that just kind of popped and it kind of popped into place and since then he's been fine so he's really feeling confident that he's going to be able to go he's very very tough there is a lot of pain that he's working through I will also credit the Eagles athletic training staff for getting players back on the field and we see what a difference Lane Johnson makes to this offense he is I know that Jalen Hurts is number one but I think Lane has shown that he's you know, one a in terms of importance, and the production goes down, and how it goes back up when he's on the field. Tremendous athlete, um, possibly a hall, pro football hall of famer, certainly a Philadelphia Eagles hall of famer, and maybe the best tackle in the game. And the and again, the investment the Eagles have made in their offensive line. I know we get really entranced by all the touchdowns and all those who make the big, pretty plays, but you win in the trenches, and the Eagles are winning in the trenches. Having Lane Johnson back is absolutely gigantic, and he'll go into Super Bowl 57 healthy.
1: I mentioned Jalen Hurts. He's not 100%, uh, but he's still getting the job done, doing whatever it takes, I guess. What has it been from your vantage point watching this guy develop over the last couple of years?
0: Yeah, I I mean, look, I I don't think he played poorly against the Niners. I mean, they're a really good defense. They were number one in the NFL for a reason. So I didn't expect 350 yards from Jalen Hurts. What, what I'm what i thrilled with is that in two playoff games, he hasn't turned the football over. And if you don't turn the football over, the Giant, the Niners were 15-0 and in games in which they won the turnover battle. So uh, Jalen is going to have two more weeks here of, of rest and recovery and getting that shoulder back. I'm not sure that anybody in the NFL who's playing right now is 100%. But Jalen's very smart. He's very – Resourceful. He's very um, understanding that his job is to distribute the football to an extremely talented group of playmakers that Howie Roseman and the personnel team have assembled. I think Jalen just is just, I, I can't, it, it, nobody, I would tell you, nobody expected him to go from where he was as a rookie, talented player, raw talent. We saw all that to where he is now, where he's accounted for whatever it is. You know, 39 touchdowns this season, uh, 15 rushing touchdowns, a record for touchdowns by a quarterback on the ground in a single season. He's been tremendous. And um, he's a franchise quarterback and he's an MVP candidate. And I really love him going into this big game moment. I know that Patrick Mahomes will have the experience in the Super Bowl, but I don't think that Jalen Hurts will be flustered in any way.
1: You mentioned the playmakers. Uh, yeah, A.J. Brown, certainly an amazing pickup. Devontae Smith really developed further this year. That certainly makes a difference. What's it like having these two guys to go to on offense?
0: I mean, fourth and three, first possession. The Eagles call pass play. Hurt rolls left. Uh, Devontae breaks off his route a little bit and makes an unbelievable catch for a 29-yard gain inside the Niners' 10-yard line. So yeah, I mean, you know, there is an element of give them a chance on 50-50 balls. So you throw it up there, you give them an opportunity to make plays, and they do make plays. A.J. Brown's physical stature and his ability to create space with, you know, with a boxing out, if you will, to use a basketball analogy, um, it's remarkable. And the Eagles, look, We've I've been around a long time. Fans have been obsessed with wide receivers ever since really the days of Andy Reid when Andy never really got that star receiver until – Terrell Owens, and then the Eagles went to the Super Bowl, and everybody said, oh, that's what you get. Why why are you running James Thrash and Todd Pinkston and Freddie Mitchell and blah, blah, Mae Brown and blah, 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 blah. So to have two truly number one receivers put so much stress on a defense in the Eagles' pass game, that explosiveness, again, that goes back to last year. Devontae Smith was a terrific player as a rookie, but the Eagles lacked that other big-time weapon. So in the offseason – what do they do? They have these draft assets. They use their draft capital wisely. They take a first-round pick, and they make it as a, as a carrot, as a piece of, at, of of you know capital, and they turn that into A.J. Brown, who's been remarkable this season, 1,500 yards, 11 touchdowns in the regular season, 88 catches. And I look for him to have a huge game in the Super Bowl. Now,
1: one guy who didn't have a great season, it was kind of quiet, but has really blossomed in the postseason, Kenneth Gainwell. Man, he has really come up big these last couple of weeks.
0: It's a great observation on your part, and uh, it does speak to a player who is getting opportunities and the coaches are recognizing that he is hot, and you see how he runs. He runs with such decisiveness, a credit to the offensive line. He runs with power. He finishes off his runs very well. He's shifty. He catches the football well. Eagles really loved him coming out of the draft out of Memphis last year, and he played well as a rookie. Um, I really think that uh, Kenny has – Shown maturity here this season, the way that the Eagles have relied on Miles Sanders. Gainwell's touches went down, opportunities minimized. Boston Scott, same thing. We've seen it with Boston, too. Whenever those guys are getting opportunities, they are producing. So it's interesting. It's it's not a big-name group of running backs, very similar to what Kansas City has. But when you have a good offensive line and, you know, you've got a good scheme and talent in the backfield, you're going to get production from whoever's carrying the ball.
1: All right. Let's shift our all right. Let's shift our attention to the Super Bowl. Uh, but Dave, before we talk about the actual game, from the time our interview airs Wednesday evening up through February twelfth, what's this week and a half going to be like for the Eagles in terms of practice, travel, all the craziness out in Phoenix, et cetera?
0: Yeah. So what happens is, you know, earlier in the week, uh, everybody got all of their travel uh, and tickets and all the information, families, friends, et cetera out of the way and and credit to the Eagles staff because it's an enormous project um, to organize all of this. And then, um, you know, the players are in early in the week, uh, then starting uh, Thursday's a practice, media availability, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday is the travel day. When the, when the entire travel party goes out to Arizona and so there's an advanced team already there. And then it's very, very regimented, you know, the team hotel to practice back to the team hotel Tons of media. Monday night is the massive media event where everybody in the world, it seems, is interviewing the players and the coaches and, and, and any kind of interesting story at all. Um, and then you just kind of keep your focus. You know, it's a it becomes such a gigantic event that I think if you lose your focus and you really lose your purpose, it can swallow you up. And uh, but 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 we're ensconced in the hotel from Sunday all the way through. I remember the previous two trips that I've been on: Jacksonville and Minneapolis. The, the weather stunk and so we like in Minneapolis I never left the hotel except to go to work um, Arizona would be a little bit different the weather would be nicer so there'll be a little bit more downtime but you know it, you try to keep the schedule as as the say as much the same in Philadelphia as possible just so the players are used to that cadence. players very much live on a regimen. And so you want to keep things largely the same in terms of practice time, meal time, treatment time, massages, etc. So there
1: are a couple of little side stories, of course, related to this Chiefs-Eagles matchup in Super Bowl 57. One of them being the fact that uh, Chiefs coach Andy Reid spent 14 years coaching the Birds. Dave, any favorite memories of Big Red's time in Philadelphia?
0: Yeah, I mean, we had a great relationship. I think the question that everybody needs to, answer, to have answered here is, how long did it take to get the mustache going? It's absolutely beautiful. Well, you know, this situation, I'm, I'm limited on the growth <laughs> of hair on top of my head. So I figured I'd let my lip
2: go and see how much I can grow here.
0: Andy and I spent a lot of time together um, in his office. I taped his TV show, the Andy Reid show. So he was all business, but there were also a lot of, we, we spoke a lot about children and about the tough times he had and, you know, some of the things that went on and, and, Uh, So it was really personal with Andy and I. So I I really, I love the man and I wish him great uh, success, which he's had clearly Uh, not so much on February 12th, but um, I certainly understand Andy's, Andy's strength is his consistency. And he would always wake up and go, Hey, nobody wants to be surprised during the day. And that's what you have to bring to a football team. No surprises. So you set the schedule, you you stick with it and you stay very consistent with that. I think, in a large way, that's what this Eagles organization, he really provided the impetus early in the ownership of Jeffrey Lurie after the Ray Rhodes years, which also included a playoff appearance. And he took it to another level and really allowed all of us to see what it was like to be in the hunt, in the true hunt every season. So kudos to Andy Reid. Um, I know fans have mixed feelings about him for sure. Uh, he's certainly been great in Philly and, Actually, really good in Philly. I wouldn't say great because we would win a Super Bowl. Very good in Philly, and he's been great with the Chiefs.
1: The other thing, getting lots of attention and will get lots more attention, deservedly so, of course, the first ever matchup of brothers playing on opposing teams in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Talking about Jason and Travis Kelsey, and there's their mom in the middle. Boy, she's a lucky lady. This may be my favorite family in the world. <laughs> I love these guys.
0: Yeah, they are a great night, and, and I know the father, Ed, really, really well too. Um Smart people, uh, amazing athletes. Imagine um, that woman has given birth to two probable pro football hall of famers. I mean, that is extraordinary. And um, they're very grounded. They're very humble. They certainly have fun in their profession, which they should. Travis has a much more outgoing personality. Jason, and although I can't really say that after the after the speech that Jason gave at the Super Bowl at the Parade of Champions. <laughs> Um, but I, I mean, I've I've known Jason obviously since the first day he walked into Novacare, and he's always been a wonderful, wonderful guy, and great to work with, and very giving back to everyone. And uh, certainly has his place in the history and the in the in the Mount Rushmore of Philadelphia sports. Uh, Jason Kelsey, I think, is right there at the top.
1: All right, Dave, in our final couple of minutes, uh, let's do three and out. Hopefully we'll see a lot of that from the Chiefs on February 12th. Right. Well. Uh, other than Jalen Hurts, number one, uh, which eagle was the most pleasant surprise this season?
0: I, I, I honestly would say Hassan Reddick. I didn't expect yeah. him. I figured to be a good player. I didn't think he'd be a dominant, dominant player, which he clearly has been. He is – I knew that everybody said he was relentless. He played hard. He was f big effort guy. I just didn't expect to see 19 sacks, 19 and a half sacks, in, six, in 19 games.
1: Number two, if they finish the job on February 12th, will this Eagles team go down as the greatest ever Birds team?
0: Great question, and I would have to say yes. Uh, the way they have rampaged through this season. Now, I can't say that 2017, look, if they, had they not had all those injuries and Carson had stayed healthy, maybe, because they were destroying teams, as the Eagles have done this year. But they struggled in the playoffs, they struggled down the stretch. Um, yeah, I mean, a went over the Kansas City Chiefs, the number one seed in the AFC, would cement this Eagles team as, in my opinion, the best ever.
1: Number three, I don't know if you do this, but can we get a prediction out of you for Super Bowl 57? Yeah.
0: No, I don't predict. I, I just, I'll, I'll predict this. I, I predict the Eagles will play a great game, and I really felt that the way they turned up the practices, uh, the way they focused in on things, um, I think the Eagles will play a great game. On Sunday, February 12th, against the Chiefs, they are coming in healthy. Um, and they are coming in very focused and with a purpose. And uh, I think – I obviously, I believe the Eagles are going to win the game, and I think they'll do so, which they have to do by playing a great game against an outstanding Kansas City Chiefs team. I have the utmost respect for the Chiefs. I think they're extremely dangerous. I just think the Eagles are better at the line of scrimmage. I think they're better on defense. And ultimately, there may be a – even though it's tough to say after a 41-33 to 33 win that won the Eagles Super Bowl 52 – even though it's hard to say defense makes the difference, defense in that game made the difference in a couple of instances, yep. and that's why the Eagles won the game.
1: Follow this gentleman on Twitter, at Eagles Insider Dave Spadaro. This was a blast, as I knew it would be. Have fun these next 10 or 12 days.
0: Thank you, I will. It is It is a great honor to be going out there again and uh, looking forward to every bit of it. Enjoyed every, every step of the way this season, and one more to go. That's the word.
2: Hey, that's good stuff, Chet. And I'm gonna tell you, um I've got I've got one big takeaway from that. And there's a lot of points, and we'll we'll hit on the points, but uh Dave's around the team all the time, every day. He you can see his confidence bubbling, and I think he's getting that from the team. I think the team is confident. I think they're gonna be loaded and ready to go come next week. Yeah, they seem
1: like they're really, really focused and ready to go. Confident, they're taking it—you know—a business approach to it. Yeah, it's the Super Bowl, but it's—it's it's just another game that they have to win. And I think they're—they're they're on a mission, Mission Fifty Seven, as I guess one of the TV stations is calling it. And I'm liking their chances.
2: Yeah, me too. Hey, I wanted to throw—I uh, wanted to expound on a couple of the points here about this. Uh, we'll start out on the offensive side. I'm just going to throw some numbers at you because. That number one defense, nobody got hurt and missed any time. Fred Warner missed a couple plays. Um, Bosa missed a couple plays. But here's a couple tidbits for you, Chet. 12 first downs by run. Four rushing touchdowns. Six runs of 10-plus yards. 93 yards before contact. Hmm. That's pretty impressive. 25 first downs. 8 of 18 on third and fourth downs. One sack for zero yards. That was the one at the goal line there that Jalen snuck back out of the end zone. 37 minutes, 26 seconds time of possession to 22-34 and zero turnovers. It was domination. I mean, you know, the skeptics will say, well,
1: yeah, but the 49ers didn't have their quarterbacks. He didn't play defense. Exactly. Eagles put up 31 points on that, you know, vaunted defense. So, Give the birds
2: some credit. And they're they're favored in the Super Bowl for a reason. Now, I will say this. I, I have one concern about that game offensively. And it was early in the game when it was still kind of a game. Um I thought that the rush and the blitz packages that the 49ers put out, 49ers have some really good linebackers. Oh, sure. Uh, did some really good things. Uh Not or Jalen... Really Decided not to push the ball down the field or was not able to push the ball down the field. Whether the receivers weren't open, uh, didn't have the time, whatever it might have been. Um, that, that concerned me just a little bit. You, you couldn't see enough of the view on TV to really figure out what was causing the problem. Uh, but then they decided, thanks, good thinking by Nick Sariani and his staff, let's hunker down and run the football. And when they did, it was game over. Yeah, Sirianni clearly
1: out coached Kyle Shanahan, and uh, you know you can go into that whole thing. Well, Shanahan should have challenged uh, the Smith catch, um, but just other things, you know, Sirianni knew when to make the challenge. He knew when to make adjustments offensively and go to the run more often. And they just they were just great uh, in all aspects of that game. And that's why I'm saying I think they're really really focused and they're ready for this game. And I'm not overly nervous. I think they're going to win. You know, I'm spoiling my prediction for next week, but I'm telling you, I think they're going to
2: win. Well, I'm going to throw a few more facts at you just because I like to do this stuff, especially after a game like this. Let's go to the defensive side of the ball. Now we understand Purdy got hurt. That happens. Uh, We knocked him out. Johnson was in there for quite some time. He got knocked out. Uh, Defense forced three fumbles, recovered all three of them. Mm -hmm. Three sacks. 164 total yards allowed, 81 rushing, 83 passing, and 20-some of that came on that one McCaffrey run uh, for the touchdown. Uh, allowed two of 10 on third and fourth down uh, situation conversions, 11 first downs. Debo Samuel, Chet, 33 yards receiving, minus nine yards rushing. And George <laughs> Kittle, three catches, 32 yards, one run, four yards. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. They they
2: couldn't get anything going. Sure. Some of it was, you know, the quarterback situation, but
1: otherwise, you know, they couldn't run the ball. Kittle didn't have a big day, as you said. Samuel didn't do much. So it was great. And Hassan Reddick, my, oh my goodness, you know, at, at
2: fifteen million dollars a year, he's a bargain. So yeah, yeah. I mean what a deal. The the, the AJ Brown was the well, the the, the Reddick when he first signed was a huge deal. You know, but then it kind of got hidden in the woodwork as AJ Brown's deal came through, you know. Um and, and Redick has actually quietly, I think, been all pro. I mean, he he doesn't get a whole lot of ink, but um obviously he's been he's been as big to the defense as Brown has been to the offense.
1: I remember some people thinking, well, yeah, he's good, he's a good addition, but he's probably overpaid. Well, he's not overpaid. <laughs> he's no, he's not overpaid.
2: so I I mean just couldn't couldn't be more excited the way they played and uh you know good all around every phase of the game every I guess the only thing left to do is pick on the punt returner because all he does is fair catch
1: and the punter who is awful I I really hope Sippus or somebody else could step in for the Super Bowl but he hit the wire though he did hit the wire the one time (laughs) yeah but you know hopefully you won't have to punt more than Twice during the whole Super Bowl, but he, he's my
2: one little concern that the punter. Yeah. Hey, one other comment I want to make uh, to follow up on y- your uh, conversation there, Kenneth Gainwell um, and, and Miles Sanders situation. We'll see how. I mean, it's going to play out fine here in the in the Super Bowl. But Miles Sanders is in a contract year and is going to need to get paid. Uh, Kenneth Gainwell might be making Miles Sanders expendable. And I, I like Miles Sanders. I like any back that, you know, he averages five yards a carry for his career. Those guys don't exist. But um you're going to, you know, you're going to pay him? Or are you going to give a guy like Gain- Gainwell maybe 18, 20 carries a game?
1: I'm going to tell you right now,
2: there's about a 20% chance that
1: Miles Sanders is back with the Eagles next year, in my view. I think that's why partly why they're giving Gainwell, you know, a lot of attention right now, because I think they, they want to find out, you know, just what he's got. So I think they're going to go with Gainwell, maybe Boston Scott again and draft somebody in the third round and say goodbye to Miles Sanders. He's been good, but you know, they're going to have to pay Hertz. And so they're not going to be able to keep Sanders and Bradbury and all these other guys. They're going to have some tough decisions, but that's the conversation for two or three weeks down the road, Bill.
2: Absolutely. Well, we'll, we will certainly talk about it after we talk about the Lombardi trophy and hoist a iced tea. Oh, let's hoist the trophy. There you
1: go. My replica trophy. I just got to say one more thing. I love the way this guy has reacted here in the postseason, Lane Johnson what a freaking warrior, man. You know, how is he, I asked Dave this, how is he able to do what he's doing with what's got to be a pretty painful situation in uh, a crucial area for an offensive lineman, you know, Bill?
2: Oh, Yo, well, you know, I posted it the other day, you know, he, he is unbelievable.
0: Yeah, I
2: mean, he's not good. He is unbelievable how good he is. Um, Bosa Bosa is a great player. Yeah. You know, he, he didn't lead the league in sacks by accident. Nothing there. And and Bosa did a nice job running the, um, against the run. He did a couple, made a couple nice plays and all that, the read option, those sort of things. But getting to the quarterback wasn't happening against Lane Johnson.
1: Yeah, even at 70% or whatever he is, Lane Johnson is still amazing. So, yeah, uh, he's yeah. I think he just uh, assured himself a spot in Canton when he retires with what he's done these last few weeks.
2: Well, and and I and I think you have to you can't talk about Lane without talking about just the whole mentality of the offensive line. And you know that's right. That's where I'm at. That's my my thing. Uh but all the way across the board, those guys are just they're animals. I mean, they're in a positive way. They're yeah, football post- animals. The Jordan Mailata hit. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, you they, they are just guy. dominating people. And, uh, you know, the, when the game gets tough, they want you to run the football behind them and they just maul people. And yeah, they're good. Landon Dickerson's banged up, hurt his elbow. He's, he should be good to go. He's going to have a brace on. Um, but he's, he's ready to go. And, uh, band. man, the offensive line is too much
1: yeah this is a really really good team i'm just really loving watching them. i can't wait for february 12th uh it's gonna be fun hey have
2: you ever been in the super bowl by the way well, i have Any not super bowl? and i've never really had a desire to go i i haven't i've never had a desire to go yeah there was one you know when the eagles were in jacksonville uh not far up the road it drove over there but uh hey you know i mean if somebody gave me tickets i would go but I can't see spending fifteen hundred, two thousand, three thousand, whatever it's going to be, to yeah. go to the Super Bowl when I can watch it right here at my house.
1: I think I honestly I think I would rather go if it wasn't the Eagles playing, just because I want to be able to really focus at home and see all the replays and everything. Uh, I think it would be fun to go, you know, to see some other Super Bowl. And if you're wondering, I checked this morning. The average ticket price as of this morning eighty-seven hundred dollars for one ticket. The cheapest ticket, a little under forty-six hundred dollars. That is for one ticket
2: to the Super Bowl this year. Well, and and you know, Jed, I've been. Robbie, Robbie says she's tempted. <laughs> if you need me to carry your bags, Robbie, I, I'm available for that. <laughs> you, you know, Chad, I tell you, I've been to the NFC Championship at at the Link uh, a handful of times. That's chaos. That's fun. Uh, I I would do that in a second rather than go to the Super Bowl. being with the home, the hometown fans and, and shout out to the Eagles fans on Sunday. They were their usual boisterous self. Oh yeah. Yeah. We saw the stuff with the Bosa's brother and all of that. Right. Hey, I have one final question for you on the Eagles. Yes. And we got to move on. Uh, If this does not go the Eagles way season of disappointment, boy, uh, Ultimately,
1: yes, but not totally. I mean, if if they had lost one of these last two weeks, then a definite disappointment. Getting to the Super Bowl any year, you can't consider it a disappointing season. You're disappointed that they lost or will have lost, but you can't call it a disappointing season if you get to the Super Bowl. Had they lost to the Giants, yeah, major disappointment. Had they even lost last week, pretty big
2: disappointment too. But no, I'm going. I'm Super going to go the other way. Are you? Total disappointment. They're the best team. They're the best team. They've been the best team since the start yeah. of the season. Uh, to not close the deal at this point, especially you, you've gotten to the playoffs, you've rolled over your two opponents, you've beat the crap out of them. Uh, I, I think it's a disappointment because I don't know, as we as we were saying with Dave, I don't know if we're going to put a tal- as talented team on the field as yeah. what we got this year. Uh, this is this is this is showtime.
1: Well, again, it's all in the the wording. A disappointment that they would have lost in the Super Bowl, yes. A disappointing
2: season, you know. Ultimately, I'm going to say no, but I know what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. Well, opposite to the Phillies, the Phillies are was disappointed because they right. shouldn't or we didn't think they were going to yes. be there because they
1: kind of came out of nowhere and uh, you know made their run and took it to within two wins of a series. So yeah, that's right. I hear you.
2: All right. Hey, plenty more next week. Uh, can't wait. Can't wait. Can't be here oh, yeah. soon enough. Well, hey, Chet, winter is here. Got a little snow up there, didn't you? Cold weather. Three-tenths uh, three, three tenths of an inch of snow, Bill. Yes. A ton of snow. <laughs> Going to put you on your couch uh, rather than in your car, so it's time for you to start saving with all states. Pay-as-you-go auto insurance. Yeah, Bill, all
1: states pay as you go auto insurance puts you in control. You only pay for the miles you drive with the same full coverage that a traditional policy offers. Pay per mile insurance gives customers greater control of their insurance costs. See how much you can save with pay per mile car insurance by calling your local agent. And if you're in Westchester, Pennsylvania, that is Dave LaVoy. Call Dave at 610-430-0700. Again, 610-430-0700 and start to save more now that you are driving less.
2: Hey, Chet, uh, have you talked to the folks over at the Irish Rover Station House? What do they have planned for the uh, Super Bowl and the prep week to the Super Bowl? I was
1: actually over there last Thursday evening, Bill, for their first squeeze event for from uh, Trogue's Brewery. That was a lot of fun. And they got a lot going on, not at Allstate, but at the Irish Rover Station House. Among other things, well, they have Quizzo every single Wednesday at the Irish Rover competing with our show. How dare they? And then on the weekends, they have live music most Saturday nights. This weekend, it's David Coster giving you that music. Start making plans for that February 12th big game. If you're not going to be at the Rover, you can order ahead. Pre-order your wings for the game, um, 215-970-5412, the number to call 215-970-5412. And yeah, they will have things going on for the game itself on February 12th also. But I also want to mention that a little bit later, in the month. February 23rd, as a matter of fact, the Rover will be celebrating its 10th anniversary at its Bellevue Avenue location in Langhorne. More on that in the weeks ahead, but yeah, 10 years at that location. They were in this little hole in the wall before that, so this is uh, just so much bigger and better. I love it there. Find out more about all of these events and the Super Bowl uh, stuff on their website, irishroverstationhouse.com. And with that, Bill, I give you. Hi, this is Ray Dinger. And it is always fun to talk sports with these two guys, Bill and Chet, on Philly Press Box
0: Radio.
2: Hey, Chet, I'm wondering if if Ray Diddy uh, flunked out of retirement and got sent back to work by his <laughs> wife. You know, hey, get the heck out of here. <laughs> yeah i don't know but he's yeah he's uh, got a pretty busy
1: schedule all of a sudden <laughs> he's doing a weekly radio thing he pops in on the weekends on glenn and mike's show on saturdays now and of course he's on nbc sports philadelphia pre and post game during the playoff run so good and he's, and he's doing
2: him. a book signing this or yeah book signing this sunday i saw oh, too is he? yep down in <laughs> uh down in philly Good well, hey, Ray. Chet, you had a chance to attend a couple of events recently. We, we've kind of slid them in our schedule. The Philadelphia Sports Writers Association Annual Awards and the Darren Dalton Foundation fundraiser. You got to go to both of them. I had quite the busy week,
1: Bill. Uh, back on the 23rd in Cherry Hill, it was the annual Philly Sports Writers Banquet. And I got the program from it right here. Bryce Harper on the front. Bryce wasn't there. Um, but it was a good time. The Phillies honored as Team of the Year. Jay Wright was there, always good to see Jay Wright. I didn't get to talk to him, unfortunately, but he was there, uh, well-dressed as always. Um, Let's see, the Flyers, Tony D'Angelo and Scott Lawton were there. They were recipients of the Native Son and Good Guy Awards, respectively. The Sixers, Tyrese Maxey received the Ed Snyder Humanitarian Award for his charity work. And the Phillies were honored as Team of the Year And I got to say hello to Rob Thompson. And of course, as I tell you that, I can't find the picture of him, but you saw uh, that I did get to say hello to Rob Thompson. The Phillies team of the year, Alec Boehm was there as well. Uh, I mean, that's a good list already right there, but let's see, Jalen Hurts was the Pro Athlete of the Year Award. He wasn't there, he's a little busy these days, but he did accept the award via a video thank you. This year's honoree as Stan Hawkman Award. Well, that was Jim Salisbury. And I got to say hello to Jim Salisbury. Now, he told me he doesn't have anything definitive lined up after leaving NBC Sports Philadelphia. I don't know if I believe him, but, man, he did such a great job covering the Phillies the last several years. And what a great reporter he is. And uh, check this out. I got a picture with these two guys. A couple of T-Max in one shot. Tom McCarthy and Tom McGinnis, the voices of the Phillies and Sixers, respectively. McCarthy said to give him and McGinnis a second to fix their hair before I snap this picture. I'm I'm not kidding. (laughs) Tom McGinnis, by the way, received the Bill Campbell Award for Broadcasting. He is so good. Among other honorees, the Philadelphia Union for their run to the MLS final and several amateur athletes were honored. Plus, Al Morganti got a lifetime achievement award for his hockey coverage over the years and the fact that he is now a Hockey Hall of Famer. This is kind of rare, Bill, but one fantastic gentleman actually received two awards at the same event. That would be longtime Phillies announcer Dan Baker, the PA announcer, who got not only a Lifetime Achievement Award for his 50 years of work behind the mic with the Phillies, but as most people know, Dan has battled cancer in his sinus area the last few years after a tumor was found in his sinuses in 2020. Well, he was honored with the most courageous award for having undergone. 24 surgeries and 30 radiation treatments. Man, uh, that is courage right there. Here's a pic of Dan with Rob Thompson. And, uh, Bill, you know this is this to be true. Dan is absolutely one of the nicest, friendliest, most humble guys in the world. So, congrats to him. Yeah. Just, just a terrific human
2: being. Absolutely. Absolutely. Good stuff.
1: Yeah. Now, I, I have to load this other video. So... Uh, Speaking to Dan Baker, um, Rob Thompson and Alec Bohm were there. They were all targets of some good natured ribbing, uh, ribbing from that great comic from WIP and beyond. That would be Joe Conklin. So now let me see if I can find this video because I think you'll find this pretty entertaining. Okay, here we go. We are shifting over to Joe and here he is Bill. Enjoy. Oh, it has to load, so I have to kill for another five seconds. But yes, <laughs> it was a great event. Joe Clonklin was absolutely funny, as he always is, talking about our Phillies. Oh, we got
0: the manager right here. Let's give it up for Rob Thompson. <laughs> the second most handsome manager. He's only the sixth most handsome guy of the day is up here. The topper. I love the name topper. It's much better than Hoskins' name, Dropper. <laughs> Alec Bohm is here. First time he's been in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. I asked Alex, what do you think? He said, I hate this freaking town. <laughs> Father Casey, it's good to see Father Casey back with us again this year. Father Casey had a busy year. Every time Alec Bohm threw to Reese Hoskins, he said a prayer. And how about those Phillies? The Phillies made it to the World Series. Come on.
1: they're coming down the stretch out they got that wild card oh my god there's need one or two more wins how many of us thought oh my god they're gonna do it again the late september swoon was kind of like everybody's thinking the old harry Callis. the Phillies watching the Phillies is a lot like watching the movie Old yeller <laughs> you love the dog but you know in the end he's gotta get shot in the head <laughs> They did they went all the way to two games of the World Series. <laughs> and Philly fans rocked the house. How, who was down there for a post-game? Anybody for a post-season game? How great was it? it reminded me of the old days of fur Hood. They blew them off the mound. was sensational. They actually the it. And how great was it to hear Dan Baker, PA announcer, Ladies and gentlemen, these changes from the Phillies, they're winning. <laughs> Dan Baker, man, living legend award coming up. Not a living legend, life, life not achievement. That's what it is. Dan Baker, the sweetest, anybody who's ever met him, the sweetest, nicest guy you would ever meet. What a great guy. I, I mean, yeah, of course, give it up. very matter Soft spoken, mannerly, classy guy, but as soon as he gets behind that microphone, something crazy happens to him, you know? He starts getting like with attitude. It's like, ladies and gentlemen, please stand and honor America! (laughs) The United States of America! (laughs) Any fan caught running onto the field will be ejected from the stadium, and prosecute it to the full extent of the law.
2: Thank you, and enjoy the bargain! Pretty good, huh? You know, I have to admit, Chet, I have never seen Joe live. Oh, really? I I haven't. (laughs) I I met him, actually, at a tailgate uh, one time. But I've never met him, and, and he's he's darn good, though. Yeah, he's very funny. He, he does a great Dan Baker, man. That's a, oh, yeah, just, yeah. Harry Callis on. wasn't bad either. No, no. Yeah, yo, Dan
1: is uh, pretty much their go-to guy every single year for this event, and I've seen him at a couple of other things, so uh, he's just awesome. Um, by the way, Alan Morganti had a good joke, something about – He himself not being a very good hockey player when he was growing up. And once he was young and on a team, he went into the game. And after about 30 seconds, he said one of the officials came over to him and said, does your coach know you're out here? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, just a super event. Nice to see some other old friends there. Um, We had, you know, not only TMAC, but Lou Nolan, Scott Fransky. And I finally met Paul Hagen in person. Uh, First time actually talking with Paul. In person we've had him on here six or seven times but man what a great guy so good to see him and just a great event all around and then later in the week bill we had the dalton foundation event and that was a blast as well that was up in norristown and you can see a whole bunch of people there including don carmen the guy next to don carmen is tom burgoyne who's a close personal friend of the philly fanatic you had Mike Mamula, Ruben Amaro Jr., Mickey Morandini, uh, Dickie Knowles, and uh, Ricky Botalico down front. Cindy Webster from WIP over on the right. So that, that was a great event, and they raised over $20,000. So, uh, you know, good for them. And they had some good beers also at this craft brewery, Von C
2: in Norristown. Very good. Uh, so, hey, you're out and about. Everybody knows who who is who you are, and I'm sure there's selfies abound.
1: Yeah, there were a bunch of selfies. Uh, I posted those on Saturday morning, talked with Mickey Morandini again. He said he'll be glad to come back on the show anytime. Steve Jeltz, Bill, future guest. Steve Jeltz will be on our show at some point, so something to look forward to there. Uh, right. yeah, had a real good time.
2: Good deal. All right. Let's move on. Let's give a shout-out to all the shows at the Edge of Philly Sports Network this week. You can also catch all the action on www.eopsports.com as well as Edge of Philly Sports on YouTube. You can find our show, Philly Press Box Radio, on our YouTube channel as well. We need likes, chat. We need more likes, follows, subscribers. Hit those buttons, shares with your family and friends. As you can see, there's something going on every day of the week, every night of the week. So check it out. Uh, A lot going on coming up um, for the Super Bowl. So I think you have a couple things you want to share um, a little bit later, but we also have something going on over at Dolan's Pub, don't we, in downtown Delco? We do. And,
1: uh, you know, of course, I'm looking for that right now. And I have so many pictures in here. that I, I...
2: (laughs) I caught you off guard, did I?
1: Oh, my goodness gracious. I got to add that one because I, I don't have that one committed to memory. So,
2: um, well, I tell you what, while you're talking, I will find it because uh, Boop is off this week, Bob Patrone Jr. So, um, but he'll be back next week. We'll be talking Super Bowl with his two favorite teams. Um, so, what are our standings leading into the big game? Let me do the pep
1: rally thing first before I forget, because I don't want to forget, because that's going to be a blast. It is the Eagles pep rally at Dolan's Pub, a week from Friday. That's in Ridley Park. Great little place. That's where I uh, hung out first time with Mickey Morandini, as a matter of fact last summer. So Dolan's Pub, Hollis Thomas, the former Eagle, will be there. Uh possibly some other alumni. There will be giveaways. Probably lots of I G L I can't even spell E A G L E S Eagles chants as well. Again, this is a pep rally ahead of the, the big game, as we call it. Friday, the 10th of February, 4 to 5 30 p.m. That is at Dolan's Pub in Ridley Park. You can say uh hello to not only Hollis Thomas but Big Al Zafiri will be there, he promises me.
2: Yeah, and and for those that don't know where uh, Ridley Park is, if you're not from Delco, uh, if you're on 95, um, you're only three minutes, four minutes off of I-95. So it's not like you got to drive, you know, over the river and through the woods. Hit 95, if you're coming from north or south, jump off, and uh, in just a couple minutes, you're at Dolan's.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think All right. I, some, I got some weird thing going on here with my little uh, computer system, like things are disappearing magically. Oh. So, uh, Well,
2: tell us you, about our standings.
1: Yeah, that I can do that. I can do. Uh, as soon as I load this one other thing, Philly sports trips, there we go. Okay. As for our standings, Bill, we all picked the Eagles last weekend. As you know, Boop was the only one to take the Chiefs over the Bengals, of course. So I'm now 57-31. and 31. Still two games up on you, Bill. Six ahead of the officially eliminated Boop. But now you're two back, as I said. But I think you're going to try to somehow make up two games with just one to play by adding some other prop bets or something to try to catch me. Is that right? Yeah, I'll
2: tell you what we're going to do, Chet. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to make a little parlay. Okay. How's that? I'm going to come up with... Ten items, if I can come up with ten items. (laughs) And if I get it all together, my thoughts are working here. We're going to have this ready for next Wednesday. And when we do, we're going to put it out here, and we're going to put it on Philly Press Box Radio website and Facebook. And we're going to ask all of our viewers and listeners to also contribute to this and make their ten picks. And, uh, what I'm thinking, maybe, maybe we could talk to the Rajroom and maybe we can get a prize for anybody that can hit all 10. Hmm. How's that? Okay. And then you're in charge, Bill, you're in charge. Right. Now, if, if this were, if there were money involved in our
1: little pick em league, I would take this to the highest court because, you know, I had this clinched and now you want to throw this little wrench into things here. So. Well, no, you didn't really have a clinch because I make the rules.
2: <laughs> when was that decided? I must have missed that meeting. Well, yeah, I mean it's, it's all part of being Philly Press Box Radio. I mean, ah, it's just, okay. It's just okay. the way it works. So now I'm the other guy all of a sudden. That's right. <laughs> that's right. So Just every so often you got to do it. Hey, Chad. <laughs> Can I tell you about know, Philly Sports Trips before I forget that? Yeah, go uh, ahead.
1: Yeah, they are excited about what they got going on. You know they're going out to Arizona next week. I think uh, pretty much everybody has signed up for that, and that's going to be a great time. But – Check this. They also have a contingent of people going the night before the Super Bowl up to Brooklyn to see the Sixers take on you know who and company number what he used to be 25 i don't know what he is now number 10 or whatever up there i don't know the spring training trips two of them are sold out to see the phillies down in clearwater but there's a phillies bus trip up to yankee stadium you can go out to the draft in kansas city in late april that's the nfl draft of course there's a union trip in may the ultimate baseball denver trip phillies in colorado also in may and you can go to london to see the philadelphia union across the pond all the information at phillysportstrips.com they got it all covered for you and then there is uh sherry's ticket town that i can tell you about they have tickets available for all of your sporting events and concerts here in the philly area and beyond sherry's tickets.com the easy thing easy website to use no hidden fees the price you see is the price you pay Pay less and play more with sherrystickets.com. Save even more by using the exclusive ticket promo code EOP10. Again, don't pay hidden fees. Save 10%. Why use any other ticket reseller and get those hard-to-come-buy tickets to the big game? Of course, sherrystickets.com also has hard-to-get theater and concert tickets. The website sherrystickets.com, Bill.
2: Well, hey, Chad, I will tell you, uh, I, I know there's a lot of draft Knicks out there that really like the draft. Uh, I used to work, spend a lot of time in Kansas City, and it is a really cool, fun town. If you wanted to go do something to a fun place and, and throw the draft in, if you're a draft, draft Nick, uh, Kansas City's a fun town. You you will enjoy it there. That's, that's Never sure. been there. Never been yeah. there. Fun time. All right. Hey, great guest tonight, Dave Spadaro. Uh, who's coming to Philly Press Box next week to talk Super Bowl? Well, Bill, I figured that it would be a good idea to talk more Eagles since
1: they will be playing in that little football game in Arizona on the 12th. Heck, why not? Our guest next week. Yes, we do have him, Paul Damowich, the great football writer from the 33rd team. domo has been writing some great pieces lately. He is a Hall of Fame voter. Uh, we look forward to having him back on with us. And yes, Boop will be back as well. But you know what, Bill? I figured it's Super Bowl week. That's not enough. We had to do something super. So... Just before we went on the air tonight, I lined up an interview for next week with the Hall of Famer himself, Dick Vermeule. We talked we talked exactly one year ago next week, right before the Hall of Fame uh, induction people were announced. He, of course, being one of them. So I invited him to talk with me again this year. He said, absolutely. So I will talk with him ahead of our show next week and then play back the interview for uh, our audience next Wednesday night. Paul Domowicz, a Hall of Fame voter. Dick Vermeil, a Hall of Famer.
2: How about that? Wow. Good, 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 good. Good stuff. Well, well hey, Chip, uh, we can't let it get by us. The Sixers been on a roll with a big win se- uh, Saturday against Denver on national TV. Joel Embiid, 47 points, 18 rebound performance. Um, he wasn't happy about not being an all-star first-teamer, I don't think, but Then the team comes back blows a 21 point lead Monday night against the magic. I guess that happens. Uh, magic are up again tonight. Yeah. A lot of people are killing them for what happened Monday night. And
1: yeah, you you shouldn't lose to a magic team. That's well below 500 at home. Um, but on the other hand, you know, the Sixers were coming off two huge victories on national TV against some pretty good teams. And, uh, I'll let them slide on this one as long as they come back tonight and, you know, pound the magic because they're playing them again in Philly. Sixers were nine and a half point favorites going in. I don't know how they're doing, but uh, I'll let them slide. Uh, But they got to win more of these kind of games because as we put up the standings, they are still, you know, what, three games out of first place. So they got to finish in those top three or certainly top four in my view, because you want home court, certainly for the first round. And the higher the seed you are, you know, the better chance you're going to have of knocking off whoever in the second round. So let's go Sixers, win this one tonight against the Magic, and keep it going. You know, they've still won, what, 20 out of their last 25 now. So that ain't bad.
2: And just two in the loss column, three out, two in the loss column. So they're, they're still in the hunt. I I have to ask you because I know you want to say about Joel not being named a starter. I know that's a little under your skin.
1: It's it's a weird system that they have. I think they have to revamp the system a little bit, but I'm not gonna make more of it than it is. It's a freaking all-star game. He's gonna be there anyway. So what that he wasn't, you know, named a starter. I'm not gonna make too big a deal out of it.
2: Oh, that surprises me. Yeah. I, I'm not I'm never big on this all star voting when when the fans are involved because yeah. It can get swayed to your guy. It can get swayed away from your guy, and you know whoever had the most home games or had the higher attendance can end up with more votes. I, I, it, it's really kind of meaningless if the if the yeah. players and coaches vote for it. Then I'd be more more for it. But they want the fans involved. Take me to the Raz Room, Bill, won't you? Let's do it. Let's say thanks to our friends at the PPCC 118 Raz Room. They post great sports memorabilia. On their Facebook page, so, so people can win something they may not be able to afford or have access to. All items come with certificates of authenticity. They continue to run out great autographed memorabilia from all the Philly teams and more. Check out their Facebook page, like it or follow it. It's PPCC 118 razroom Room. That's right, PPCC 118 razroom Room on Facebook. And there's been some... Jalen Hurts floating around, A.J. Brown, Jason Kelsey. Lots of things have been flying out of the Raz Room lately, Chet. Oh, I'm sure, Bill.
1: So, uh, yeah, always uh, a good idea to check that out. You do a great job with that. Hey, you know, we're going to have to add a separate segment every week for sports figures who died. This week, we lost Billy Packer and the Golden Jet, Bobby Hull, and then unrelated to sports, Cindy Williams, Shirley from Laverne and Shirley. So, Another tough week, Bill. We're going to have to do this every week, a
2: little obit segment. Yeah, I'd rather not. I'd rather talk about something better than that.
1: But
2: yeah. Geez, but you just Sadness. hate losing hate losing these people. That, yep. That's who we grew up with. Wrap Anything up, else Bill.
1: before we wrap it? We're out, we're out of time, and I'm hungry.
2: All right. Let's thank tonight's <laughs> special guest, Dave Spadaro. Our sponsors, the Irish Rover Station House, Bob Sullivan's LikeYourAge.com, PPCC 118 razroom and Dave LaBoy of Allstate Insurance in Westchester, PA. For Jim Chesko, this is Bill Furman. We hope you enjoy the show and we'll join Philly Pressbox Radio next Wednesday, February 8th, as we get ready for the Super Bowl at 7 p.m. You can see us live on Facebook, listen through our website, Philly on blogtalkradio.com slash Philly Pressbox Radio, on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and all the others. High hopes, Philadelphia sports fans, and Go Birds.
1: Happy <sta> Bum <deficiency> Bum <inaudible referencing homicide>